Canada HR News on October 16, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about how to support employees during traumatic world events, updates on the Unifor and GM negotiations, top concerns of small and medium businesses in Canada, Alberta ruling out Quebec pension plan model, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. The Human Resources Professional Association of Ontario, HRPA, issued a statement regarding terrorist attack by Hamas in Israel and offered advice for leaders and HR professionals on how to support employees affected by this human tragedy. It is expected that the impact of the trauma may reverberate in workplaces for weeks to come. The association recommends showing compassion by checking in and offering support to employees. Being lenient and willing to deprioritize work in favor of personal well-being. Reminding employees of resources available through their company's employee assistance program. And maybe arranging virtual counseling or ask the expert session at the company's expense. Tapping into personal crisis and trauma experts if needed. More resources on how to address world events at work are available on the HRPA website. The link is provided in the episode description. Eighty point five percent of uniform members at the General Motors facilities in Oshawa, St. Catharines, and Woodstock voted in favor of a new three-year collective agreement with General Motors. The agreement was supported by a majority of production and skilled trades. In addition to the Ford's Patterns wage package, pension improvements, and many other gains for uniform members, including retirees, further key issues were also addressed in negotiations with GM. These items include the conversion of full-time, temporary full-time production workers at Oshawa and St. Catharines with at least one-year service to permanent status, along with the phasing out of the full-time TPT category from GM Oshawa by August 2026. The agreement includes plant-specific investments and more. According to a recent KPMG poll, nearly 9 in 10 small and medium-sized businesses feel that they are in a better position now than a year ago. Most Canadian businesses have adjusted their strategies over the past year in anticipation of a recession, and are now feeling more optimistic about their growth ambitions. Despite the high level of confidence, SMBs are seeing a complex web of emerging risks. Cybersecurity ranks as the number one risk, with 63% reporting that their business has been the target of a cyber attack. The cost of doing business also ranks high among perceived threats to SMB growth, This is in no small part due to rising interest rates and inflation that are contributing to overall higher operational costs. Even with the influx of skilled immigrants to Canada, a vast majority, or 84% of SMBs, are not finding the talent to match their needs. Nonetheless, the latest job numbers continue a positive trend, with employment growth averaging 30,000 new jobs a month since the beginning of the year according to Statistics Canada. 
Succession planning is gaining momentum in the SMB community, particularly with family-owned businesses. 75% of SMBs are accelerating their transition plans due to several factors, such as concerns about continuing to lead in an era of constant uncertainty, reluctance to keep pace with new technologies, or even a desire for the business owners to retire earlier than expected. We reported two weeks ago that the government of Alberta was considering abandoning the Canada Pension Plan to run its own standalone fund. The Quebec model was one of the options the province was considering. Quebec didn't join the CPP when it was created in mid-1960s, but instead they set up their own fund. The managers of Quebec Pension Plan, or QPP, have a dual mandate to optimize returns and also to contribute to Quebec's economic development. In Alberta, that has led to concern by some that if Alberta employs this model, it will put the fund at risk with Alberta dumping money into an oil and gas industry that has a phase-out timeline. The government has ruled out adopting Quebec's model. Public consultations are in progress and include online survey that began on September the 21st, and a series of town halls over the next six weeks, each session focused on getting feedback from a different region. According to LifeWorks calculations, Alberta deserves more than half of the $575 billion in the CPP fund, and it says with that money, an Alberta pension plan could deliver lower contribution costs and higher payouts. Critics say the report's math is questionable, and the federal government and other provinces would never allow one member to take half of the CPP. The opposition NDP says Albertans have already made their feelings known in numerous public surveys that suggest a majority don't want the province to touch CPP. Employers underestimate employee desire to quit, finds EY survey. A quarter of Canadian employees are likely to quit their job in the next 12 months, with Gen Z and Millennials the most likely to leave, according to the EY 2023 Work Reimagined Survey. The survey reveals a disconnect between employee and employer expectations and motivations. 57% of employers believe that slowing economic growth is reducing employees' likelihood to quit, while less than half of employees agree. At the same time, pay remains a top concern for 40% of Canadian employees, but falls to third place on the list of employer concerns. Employers also risk overestimating this way of flexibility as an incentive to attract new talent. According to the findings, 85% of employers believe that offering flexibility will positively impact their ability to recruit talent, but only 62% of employees agree. Higher pay is now the biggest motivation for changing jobs. The survey also finds that 42% of employees anticipating Gen AI will improve flexibility, and 84% of employers currently using or planning to use the Gen AI within the next 12 months. EY notes that while three-quarters of employers agree managers and leadership are aligned on new ways of working in terms of learning, work scheduling, remote and hybrid work, only 52% of employees agree with the statement. 
And this was Canada HR News. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast and on our YouTube channel. You can also find us on Spotify and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on X at CAD HR News or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.